0: Welcome to Mindful Talk, brief conversations about mindfulness in the workplace and at home. I am your host, Lauren Wessinger. And I'm your host, Misty Anderson. And this podcast is brought to you by The Mindful Project. The Mindful Project helps you elevate the culture of your business by bringing mindfulness practice to you and your staff through in-person and virtual learning contact us through our website themindfulproject.co for more information. Hi mindful talk listeners, Misty and I are here today chatting about winter blues. Very relevant as we are smack in the middle of winter. Hi Misty. Good morning. How are you? Doing well, doing well as we record this today. It's different than it is in Colorado, I know, but here in Texas, we definitely have uh, gray cloud cloud-covered skies, and it's weirdly cold but warm. I don't even know how that is possible. but it's very yeah. odd. Yeah. We used to when we lived in Jersey, we there
1: were so many days of just straight up gray. And so in my head, if I see clouds like that, or it's like that day, I call it a Jersey Day. Oh, funny. Um, where it's cold but also you can be out there for a while and then get hot and then it's gray and ugly. And so everybody's kind of irritable and grouchy. Um, but yes, it's very different here in Colorado. Um, I mean, Colorado in general is like a magical state, um, for weather, I think. Um, and so we do where I live, we get 175 inches of average snowfall. This year, they're saying more like 200, 200 plus. So like right now, we're in the process of getting about 40 inches in four days. Um, So I'm looking out the window and I can't see half of the window because of the snow. And What's great about our community is um, it's a ski community. So pretty much everybody skis over cars. It's one of the few places you'll see that there's more people on skis outside um, skiing around town and like getting groceries and walking their dogs than people walking because it's difficult. And then driving is just silly because the town is small and it takes so long to get your darn car out. I love that. Yeah. So it's really, it's such a gem. If you haven't visited Silverton, Colorado before, I should be on the tourist board because it's just a little gem. But with all that said, it can get really overwhelming and um, especially like I know for my husband, he's doing all the snow blowing and the shoveling outside of our mm-hmm. house. And it's like he gets it all great and cleaned up and then we sleep and then he wakes up the <laughs> next morning and it's like, oh my gosh, there's more. So it can get really overwhelming. Um, I haven't this season experienced the winter blues because I do feel like this community and where I live lends more to just embracing the winter and get out and bear it. But When we lived in Jersey and I had those Jersey days, we had a lot of winter blues because it's not pretty. You can't get outside. There's traffic and people are driving screwy because of weather. And so I feel like winter blues can look really different for everybody. Um, And I mean, don't get me wrong. If you talk to me in about a month and a half, I'm probably going to be like, all right, snow, make your move on out. Like we need to see some, some clear air, but I feel like right now I'm, I'm really practicing. My mindful practice is seeing the snow, taking a breath, knowing that everyone in my community is going through the same thing. And then how can I possibly enjoy this or incorporate it into my daily routine so that I'm getting exercise or feeling healthier being outside? That's kind of been my approach.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love that uh, visual about your husband shoveling the snow and then it coming back. It's like, I think of that as like the ultimate mindfulness practice, like just shoveling the snow. Over and over, there's no end, and you know, I just that's he that's loves really it funny. though. It's so bananas. Yeah. He it's gets probably out there meditative in his for him. Yeah. Yes,
1: he gets out there in his shorts, like a Yahoo Texan that he is, and um, just goes at it. And he'll come inside, and then he'll be like, "I'm going back out." So it is a very like rewarding thing, and, yeah. and you know, you can like you said, it's a meditative practice. Um, I think that. A lot of times when I experience the blues in general, but especially in the winter, I try to gravitate towards my gratitude practice. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of what I was saying about like just changing the perception of, oh my gosh, that's a lot of snow or, oh my gosh, it's been gray for five days, you know, like changing that and flipping the narrative a little bit in my brain is helping, but it's definitely a practice. And that's why I say that explain all that is because if you're out there and you're like, Oh God, it's so ugly outside. How am I going to wrap my red head around like a different perspective? Um, I usually always tell myself nothing stays like this. Like it won't be like this forever. And so just kind of, lean in. I guess if you fight against it is when it makes it difficult. If you mm-hmm. lean in, and you accept it and you find some beauty in it, it makes it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. But winter blues are tough.
0: They are tough and and they're a real um uh, a real chemical thing in the brain too. I think it's really important that people know that millions of people are affected by it. It's called sad seasonal affective disorder. Um And it is something to take seriously if you can't really pull yourself out of it. And a lot of it comes from um, your circadian rhythm being messed with because of the darkness, um, because of the shorter days, because of the clouds, if you have clouds, because of the lack of sun. Um, And I think knowing that helps people hold compassion for it. Like there's nothing, you didn't do anything wrong. And it's not like, you know, maybe you can pull yourself out of it, but maybe you can't. And that's really, really normal and common and okay. And it's super important to maybe talk to someone about it. But also, I know I have somebody in my life, one of my teachers, who is really affected by it. And she has to get in the infrared sauna and also use just really bright lights in her office for a couple of hours a day. And it helps shift really the chemical structure in her body. The light changes how she feels and changes how the energy feels in her body and mind. And she said, it's the only thing that helps um, is just actual physical light waves. And then infrared waves because infrared waves come from the sun also. It's just the not harmful, harmful waves. Um, And then like you said, it's it's making sure you're moving your body and getting your blood flowing because that helps everything. Um, I think it's definitely that perspective of also what you said, of this is temporary and this too shall pass. Um, So I think it's a, it's a big picture depending on how strongly it affects, how strongly it affects you.
1: So when I was in, I don't know, I want to say I was like 26 or 27. A good friend of mine was originally from Texas. We grew up together and her family moved to Indiana. Mm. And right around that time that they were getting ready to move, she got engaged and she'd been with her, partner for a long time. They got engaged and then they suddenly moved to Indiana. And she was, she, I remember getting a call from her. It was like February of that first winter for her. And, um, she was just a mess. She's like, I'm so grumpy. I'm not myself. And mind you, this was 15 years ago. So we didn't know what we know about, like what you said about seasonal depression. And, um, I said, it sounds like you have depression. And she's like, yeah, but I feel like hopeful for spring, but, and I said, I think you need to go talk to a doctor. And again, this was before all of that. So she went, she called me back and she said, oh my gosh, he gave me a prescription for an antidepressant. And he told me that this was before infrared saunas. So just know that he said, he would recommend going to a tanning bed like once a week. Yeah. Right. And he said, I'm not telling you to rub oil all over yourself and get super dark. I'm telling you to just wake up that stuff inside of you. So fast forward a month went by and I talked to her again. She was like a different person. Now she doesn't religiously fast forward 15 years, go to the tanning bed, but from that very first experience, she was made aware that this is something that I have to manage in the winter because mm-hmm. it really affects me, like what you were saying about your teacher. Um, and so i that was always in the back of my mind as that one friend, because I didn't live in a really cold place until now. And um, and I see it around town. I see that there are people that probably should go and talk to some, a professional about it because it's something that they struggle with each and every year. Um, and to what you said about the light, so during the pandemic, my, one of my best friends on the West coast is single and lived alone. And, you know, during the pandemic, I, I had kids at home, which was one thing, but she was by herself, which was a complete leather thing. And she wasn't going out of as much because California, you know, was all crazy and they wouldn't even let them outside. And I got her one of those lights for her desk that you're talking about. I got it on Amazon. It was really super cheap. And to this day, she uses it every day she said, if she doesn't turn it on, it makes a huge difference. And so I really believe in like what you said about the light therapy and how it can make a difference. And so that's an easy thing you can do. Like if you're sitting at a desk or working at a station all day, it simply just plugs in behind you. And it's just a a soft light that kind of is brighter and just sends rays your way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's really cool.
0: And like an easy solution, like I yeah. would have done that a few years ago. It is an easy solution. And, you know, doctors, I mean, doctors know about circadian rhythm. It's not new at all. I mean, you know, like yeah. they've known about it for decades, probably a hundred years or more, but, um, a lot of doctors will go straight to the antidepressants, And I think that medication is obviously fine. I'm a huge supporter of it. And I would say, If your condition isn't super dire, try some of these things first, because they're like low hanging fruit, cheap things that don't affect, don't have side effects in your body. And maybe that's all it takes. Maybe it's in conjunction with medication, you know, but, um, our body really needs the connection to nature. And when we're inside all day in the darkness, it's hard on us. We are just, we are just, you know creatures like anything else walking this earth and we're connected to the sun and we're connected to the rhythms of sunlight. Um, and so there are little hacks and tricks like, like the light lamp or the infrared sauna that the body responds to almost the same as natural light. Um, and I, I could totally see you Misty doing, Like a workshop or a series on seasonal affective disorder. Um, Because I bet there's a lot of people even struggling with it there who haven't admitted it yet. You know, they just don't even realize, like, oh, yeah, I'm actually really low in the winter. Um, Another aspect of it that I have two friends who share this with seasonal affective disorder, because it's been happening for them for many years now as fall sets in, they start to feel the pull of that depression because they know it's coming. Yeah, it's So it's like, like anxiety. The, yeah. It's the anticipation yes. of the darkness and of the struggle. And I they do feel that sometimes I have yeah. to, uh,
1: like when the, right? when the weather starts to tilt and I suddenly
0: have to wear a coat or something, I'm like, yeah. Oh, winter is yeah. <laughs> this trepidation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that working with that too, like getting to it early on. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I don't struggle with seasonal depression, but I struggle with situational depression. Mm -hmm. So to your comment about like going to your doctor and one thing that I always say when I approach a physician about my how I'm feeling in that way is that I am open to medication but I want you to understand that I'm not on this forever this is something I'd like to work through and get to a better place where my serotonin levels are normal all yeah. of that stuff and then I want to get off and I make it very clear because if not there are physicians that are going to let you ride that you know antidepressant wave for the rest of your life and right. you may not need it you may literally just need it for three or four months in the winter or leading up into the fall season, you know, like having that conversation about, I'm feeling kind of anxious about winter coming and, hear the things I would also, before I went to a doctor, I would do the things like Lori and I are suggested. So when you approach the physician, you're saying, look, I've been outside a lot. I've, I've got an infrared sauna that I go to once a week. I'm using this light therapy, like while I work all day and I'm still filling that pool. A doctor's going to take you a lot
0: more seriously and be able to help you better because you've tried to help yourself already totally I love that that's a super super great perspective and I would add to that during the process of figuring all this out for yourself um, ask that doctor to run some blood work you know maybe you have no vitamin D in your system which is yep, so yeah. common because of sunscreen and our interior lives right now um and so get some blood work done I mean not diminishing any of this but like maybe it's simply that you are low in vitamin D which is huge. If you've never been low and then gotten it back up, it's like night yes. and day. I mean, life-changing.
1: Yeah. That's I, do you remember a couple of years ago I was low and then my doctor yeah. started giving me the, um, the supplements and I did it for maybe four months and I was falling asleep every night at like seven 30. No yeah. joke. I could not stay awake. And I mean, I don't make it like super late, but I can make it to like nine or 10 and feel okay, which is a big difference in the regards of like spending time with your spouse or doing something for yourself in the evening. But if you feel that like I need to go to bed at seven 30, cause it's dark outside that you during the day, I would encourage you to start working more on the sunlight aspect mm-hmm. and bringing that D back into your life.
0: It it changed my life to get my vitamin D levels stabilized. I mean, I had a lot of things out of whack and I am not even exaggerating. It changed my life. I mean, the amount That's of awesome. energy it gave me back and, um, it's, it's wild. And it was just vitamins. And I've had plenty of doctors who wanted to give me an antidepressant from the time I was 17 through like 35 for different things. And I was like, well, may, you know, can we check some other stuff first? And, um, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a bigger picture. And we always want to take care of the person's need immediately. Again, if it's really, really serious, but then also we want to get to the root of why, like, why is this happening in my chemistry? And I think that's a really big question to, to keep kind of hammering away at.
1: Well, and I think that's probably good homework because as I'm sitting here talking about this, when you're in that place of like I feel like crap and woe is me, winter blues. It's really hard to dig yourself out sometimes. And even if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, I got to get on Amazon and get this light and I got to go figure (laughs) out where in town has an infrared spa, you know, all of that stuff. So it probably seems really overwhelming. My number one suggestion in this is to do with any kind of how you're feeling. Talk to a friend. A friend is a really good sounding board. It's an easy first step. And then say, you know, Hey, I know that like, there's some things I can do. I'm just feeling like, woe is me. Maybe your friend can help you be accountable to make some steps in the right direction for yourself so that you can, A, see if you can take care of it yourself and kind of rein it in or B, if you need to go and see a physician.
0: Yeah, that's good. Good, good. I think
1: talking, talking to people, Also, I think when you talk to your friends, you usually find out they're like, oh, God, I hate this too, you know, and then the commiseration feels good and you can kind of, I feel like when someone, uh, when someone commiserates with me, it's like a hit of dopamine like, oh, yay! it's not just me like a lot of people feel like this and yeah, I think that. When you couple life and how hard life has been for a lot of people for several years now, and then you throw in like a hard winter. And I think there are a lot of people across the U.S. right now experiencing weird weather. It just throws everybody off. And I wish that, you know, I love the snow and everything, but probably everybody would be happy if we all like had Southern California weather all over all the time, (laughs) but we don't. So we learn to manage. So That's right. I feel already, um, actually when we got off here, I'm going to go look into one of those table lamps that I was were just talking about. Cause I've been wanting to get one anyways, but yeah, I am in my office and it is snowing so much. And like I said, I know right now I'm fine, but it's like, it's kind of pioneer spirit out here. Like you got to dig out and you got to the repetitive and the repetitiveness of that, I could see getting to me at some point. So I want to make sure and be really aware of it. So, yeah, you
0: just stay in front of it, you know, keep doing all your things that you do. And, um, I love the idea of talking to a friend, you know, when we're suffering in any way, we get a really narrow vision and we think we're the only ones feeling that way and never, ever, ever are we the only ones. And there's a lot of healing in. Um, finding common ground with somebody you know who's also feeling that way because feeling alone in your pain is the hardest part of it almost, you know?
1: It is, it really is. And just know that we're here. If you need to reach out, I can talk about winter blues and walk you through what I've done. Um, But we really hope that this winter um, is good for everyone and that you take care of yourself and use a lot like meats put on lots of lotion and lots of chapstick (laughs) those are my other two like Colorado mom things lots of lotion and lots of chapstick so well thank you guys it was a pleasure today um, talking to you as you know we're winding down our season and our podcast so we have what do we say four more episodes yeah four more episodes after this so hang tight with us. Um, Send in any requests you have, any conversations you want to end with. And if not, Lauren and I will be back next Wednesday to talk. Thanks guys.
0: Thank you so much for listening to mindful talk. We don't take it lightly that you spent your time listening to our podcast and we are forever grateful. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. Welcome to a more mindful way of living and working.